And welcome, everybody. Episode number 23 of Hat Trick Hockey, the Aaron Ambrose edition of Hat Trick Hockey. Now we are, which this whole friggin' episode here is actually brought to you by our new friends over at GL Heritage, the official beer of Hat Trick Hockey. So we're happy to have those guys in. A little bit of a different episode here today. It's it's Avery and I in studio today. So Avery, how's it going? Hi, thanks for having me. So, what'd you do this weekend? I didn't do a whole lot this weekend. No, why not? No. I don't know. Kind of just laid low. Laid low? Yeah. Well, there's not a whole lot going on right now no, either, too, nothing right? nothing to do. No hockey on sucks, too. I know. Well, we've been watching the old games. Oh, the old oh games on TV. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. I never even thought of that. Where are you watching those? Like, NHL? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. They have all the old replays. Yeah, they always play a bunch of games mm-hmm. on there. I never thought I should do that to get a little bit of a hockey fix. Yeah. So, uh, if you guys obviously haven't uh, figured everything out yet, this is our ladies' hockey edition. So... We got Ava in here with us. She sat in during our interviews with us, did a great job. It was kind of nice for me because I got to just sit back and take a back seat. And I, yeah, I got to relax and just fire away with some questions. And you kind of took the charge, did a great job. So, uh, yeah, it was great. So you guys will love those interviews. We got those coming up for you. Real quick, a couple facts about women's hockey. So it actually came in in the 1998 Olympic Games in Nagano, where it became like a first like full medal sport for women um the united states won it though oh. <laughs> they went six okay. and oh guess who they beat in the finals canada. they beat canada in the <laughs> finals yes they beat them 3-1 so but that's huge huge when it comes to like women's hockey mm-hmm. also speaking of canadian women's hockey can you guess one guess with the all-time leading points, anything, games played, everything. Who do you think it is? House name. Household name. Sooner. Nope. Haley Wickenheiser. Oh, I should have known that. Yeah. <laughs> so Haley has won seven gold medals in the Worlds, yeah. four Olympic golds, six silver medals in the Worlds, and one Olympic silver. Wow. And she's also won three Canadian Women's League titles as well. So wow. I think she's like a doctor or like a nurse or something now, isn't she? Is she? I think she is because I know there was a Probably. big there was a big article on her on uh, when all this whole like virus crap started. I know that there was a whole article on her where she was a nurse, like oh, I think it was like out west or, or something oh. like that or wherever she's from. Probably. But yeah, so what a career! Yeah. <laughs> what a career that woman had. <laughs> Also, real quick, we're going to touch on something real fast. Uh, Kendall Coyne Schofield, she's now one of the coaches for the Chicago Blackhawks. So that's kind of cool, right? Yeah, first cool first lady coach. She's the development coach, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, I think development One of them. That, I think is, she's like the first one to be involved when it comes to, for I think, for that franchise, I want to say. Yeah. I think it's like 94 years or something. It's pretty crazy, though. Like, here's, like, what I think when it comes to that stuff, okay? And it doesn't matter who you are, male, female, black, white, whatever. If you're the right one for the job, then you get the job. For sure. That's the way it should be. Like, this is 2020. Yeah. You know, like... (laughs) Times have changed. 2020 has been messed right up. Okay. We all know right, that. Yep, this this whole yeah, this whole virus yep. thing is thrown off the whole year. Mm-hmm. We know that. But it's changing when it comes to the aspects of like women being more involved with hockey. Yep. Women's hockey getting way more popular. And I was actually saying to, I was trying to think which one it was, but one of them I was saying, remember I said something about the All-Star game, mm-hmm. that they were the best part of the night. Like, they were the most action because they were actually trying. Like, those guys, whatever, they're already getting paid their millions of dollars, right? So, but, yeah, like, those girls, though, they went out there and left it all out on the ice. And it was, like, action-packed. Yeah, it was awesome. Like, the crowd was on the edge of their Mm -hmm. seat the whole time. Like, they were by far the best part of the weekend. So, that was awesome. Uh, But before we get into these interviews real quick, I want to ask you a few things when it comes to, to, like, (laughs) your hockey, shall we say. Um, So, how old were you when you started the play i was eight when i started to play i started off when i was six i did can skate oh okay and yeah. then that wasn't for me so i tried on <laughs> hockey skates and that was 
that was for me. Yeah, you just like the stick, everything, yeah. eh? Shooting the puck around. Yeah. Now, when you played, where did you play on the ice? Where, like... I was forward. Oh, okay. Uh, normally right wing. Oh, that a girl? Mm-hmm. Right yep. winger? I'm, uh, I always play right in the middle. I, I, yeah. I like center because I'm a little bit of a freaking scatterbrain. So I like yeah. to just be all center over the ice. Yeah. For me. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, you're, you're not, you're definitely not the first one I've heard say that. <laughs> definitely not the first one. So you always played right here in town, I right? I played in Essex. Yeah. Okay. And how long did you play for? Are you still playing currently? I just stopped playing this year. Um, I started coaching three years ago. Oh, okay. That was actually my next question. And, was, yeah. So I was playing and I was coaching at the same time and I found that it was a little too much to play and coach at the same time. Yeah. Schedules were always Yeah, you're here, there, and everywhere. Together. So I stopped playing. Last year was my last year. Um, and then now I'm focusing on coaching, but this year kind of got messed up because well, of COVID. Yeah, freaking yeah. COVID. So uh, what like made you want to coach? Did you just get an offer? Was there a team open that needed a coach or was it something that you thought about or was it something that was just kind of tossed upon you? Like how did it all yeah, come about? Yeah, I think... Well, growing up, obviously, being a hockey family yeah, and seeing after seeing my dad starting with the Lancers and stuff, mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. And I was like, I knew my love for hockey. I knew I could transfer that to the little girls. Yeah. So I was like, I want to I wanna help these girls out and I want to coach. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of something that you've done now, just always something you'll probably always yeah. do now, yeah. right? I hope to get my own team next year is what I want to do. That'd be nice. Yeah. You, sh- you should be able to do that. Yeah. With everybody with all this crap going on right now, everybody's going to be scared to do stuff yeah, as of right true, now, right? True. Like, but n- they've already seen you out there and stuff too, which is yeah. obviously going to help, right? Yeah. Like you're out there every week on the ice with them mm-hmm. and this and that. Did you play any like travel or anything at all? No, or? never played Just travel. Like, no, like- your dad when he was on with us the first episode, mm-hmm. he was talking about you won something three times that he couldn't win. As yeah, when I was coaching, we won the London tournament. You won, Every it, single time. you won it three times. And when he was coaching, he didn't win. So <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> Way to go, Mike. See, yeah. Abe, see, you passed it all I down to Avery. Yeah. Cups and I was like, Dad? <laughs> yeah, here you go. Touch it. Touch it. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, he was saying something about that, and we were all laughing at him. Yep. But it was good. That's awesome, though. Like, I yeah. love it. I love it. We need, like, we need more girls in hockey yeah. in, in this area. Like, yeah. I noticed now, like, Grace, like, she's like, now they have, like, how many girls teams in this area now? Oh, like every center, pretty much every, every center has every, what, yeah. probably two or three girls yep, teams now. At least. Yeah. Like it's exploding in this yep. area and it's, we need it. For like sure. we need it. Like these, and it's good that we're getting girl coaches on the bench too yeah. for the girl. Yeah, absolutely. It should be girls coaching girls. Yeah. It kind of, you know, like it's mind you, it's, it's fine to have a guy coach too, but yeah. I just find that when it's girls hockey, they kind of mm-hmm. look up to the women more yeah. as to, yeah. as to the guys. Right. For sure. Like these girls that we have on with us, like you probably grew up watching them, right? I did. Yeah. So is it kind of cool I to did. sit down with it them? It was and really cool. You know, at first, it was those, awesome. that girls hockey team, though, when we brought them in, everybody just kind of stood there and they stared were, at them at first. Like, yeah. Everybody's like, I was like, guys, it's okay. Like you could talk <laughs> you to talk them to and them, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like they're people. Yeah. And, but, uh, yeah, it was great. Honestly, you did a fantastic yeah. job. Um, I was like right away when Rob's like, Hey, why don't we have Avery sit in with us? I'm like, well, that's a great idea. Yeah, It was awesome. And, uh, yeah. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you guys. You did fantastic. <laughs> What do you think? Should we flip it over to the girls or what? Yeah, let's do All it. All right, we'll go to the girls. We have Sarah Nurse, Renata Fast, Natalie Spooner. So you guys enjoy. And we have a guest co-host today, Avery. Are you ready, kid? I'm ready. It's all you. Okay, so our next guest is a Team Canada forward. Let's give a big Hatrick Hockey welcome to Sarah Nurse. Okay, so I'm going to start you off with our first question. So when did you start playing hockey? I started playing hockey when I was five years old. Um, I started skating when I was three. It took a couple of years to get me get the hockey stick in my hands, but so I've been playing for 20 years now. Yeah. 20 years, eh? Yes. So where did you start playing at? Um, where did I start playing at? Well, I guess in Hamilton. I started playing hockey in Hamilton with the boys, and so... Um, that was great. I mean, Hamilton's a, a pretty big hockey hub, and uh, there's tons of rooms in the city, and so I started playing there with the boys. I played with the boys until I was like 11 or 12, and then I went to full-time girls hockey. Nice. Well, actually, I was uh, going through your, a uh, couple of your family members here. Uh, 
So you, you got Darnell Nurse of the Edmonton Oilers, Key Nurse out of the New York Liberty, Donovan McNabb, yeah. Eagles legend, Richard Nurse, Ty Cats. Fair to say you got the genes for this, didn't you? I guess so, yeah. I mean, we were pretty active kids and they needed to put us in something to release that energy. So we all kind of chose our respective sports and the rest is history. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, so I assume it's pretty awesome putting on that Team Canada jersey. So I just want to, how does it feel to slip on that jersey for a game? Um, it's always an honor and definitely a privilege and something that I think every time we put on, um, whether you talk to Renato, whether you talk to Natalie, like it's, yeah. it's always a special feeling because um, it's something that we work very hard for. And I mean, you never know when it's going to be the last time yeah. that you get to put on that jersey. And it's yeah. something that we've always dreamed of. So it's, it's such a privilege and an honor. Now, you played college hockey, correct? I did. Where did you play at? I was at the University of Wisconsin. I was a Badger. Oh, Badger. Yeah. And you were you were there for how long? I was there for four and a half years. Okay, you had a couple good years there, right? You had uh, 25 goal years. You had two, correct? Yes, you did. 53 points in uh, 30 games or 32. Yeah, a couple of good years. Don't compare me to Spooner's stats. <laughs> a couple of good years. <laughs> Sitting in the background game. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, no. <laughs> Go ahead, eh? right, So kind of back to having family members. Um, have you got any advice from any of them that you've used and took in playing hockey? Yeah, I mean, coming from a family where people are in different sports, and different professional sports, elite athletes, um, I think it's fortunate for me. I get to pull from a bunch of different experiences. And so if I ever need anything, um, there's always somebody that I can call. I know my family's been so supportive ever since I was a young child. Um, and we all continue to support each other today. So there's definitely a lot of things that I'm very grateful for for them. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to snap it around here, buddy. All right. Thanks for letting me know. So and you're also, like, when it comes down to Wisconsin Badgers, you're also the first person to score a hat trick against the Minnesota Golden Gophers, which is actually huge in that rivalry. So yes. that's totally understood. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's a pretty fun – that's, like, one of my claims to fame, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I read it and I was like, yeah, Golden There's Gophers. There's been a bunch of elite Badgers, um, yeah. both on Team Canada and Team USA, who are in, like, Hall of Fames and everything. They never did it, so that is my question. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. I love it. What was anybody the... beating up on Minnesota? I yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice guy. Actually, now you were at the All Star Game in St. Louis, correct? Yes. You guys, I thought, were the best part of the weekend because it was just it was action packed. It was end to end. It was just. I honestly I loved every second just watching you guys just you guys let it all hang out there like it was uh so can you like let us know like what was it like to play in front of that packed house and you guys had everybody on the edge of their seat absolutely I think that was a such a fun weekend for us to be a part of um when you look at the NHL All-Star weekend it's a little bit lackadaisical the guys are kind of going through the motions uh Mm -hmm. just enjoying themselves probably trying not to get injured um, but for us, that was a huge platform and a huge stage. And I think um, we only get that maybe once a year, once every four years at the Olympics. And that platform, the NHL gave us was massive. So being able to play in that three-on-three against Team USA, which was our biggest rival, was so much fun. And it was fun that we got to win. And the crowd was packed. They were all chanting USA. And so it was nice to shut them up at the end. <laughs> um, but no, it was an awesome experience. And I'm so glad I got to share that with my teammates. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what is your most memorable moment from playing hockey, Ben? Oh, God. That's a big question. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've been so fortunate to have so many amazing memories. Um, I think throughout the years playing at Wisconsin, we won a a lot of championships. That was absolutely so much fun. And then obviously going to the Olympics was incredible. Something that I've always wanted to do. And being a part of that team and being in Pyeongchang is definitely a dream come true. So, yeah, probably my my Olympic experience. Well, speaking of uh, medals, under 18 gold in Finland, and uh, the world's got silver in 19 in Finland, and Tang silver. Uh, like all the traveling you guys do, like, I mean, is there any specific place that you have memorable moments that you, I mean, a place you'd like to go back to? And- yeah, I think for us, you know, with hockey, it's unfortunate. We don't get to go to any tropical places. Whenever we go places, yeah. it's so cold. So cold. When's the Bahamas getting the Right, exactly. Okay, like, I'm like, right? when are we playing in Jamaica? I don't know. But honestly, I, it's funny. We actually did a camp in Bratislava, Slovakia, and we went in the summer. And oh. it was beautiful. And I was like, 
I've never been to Slovakia. I've never think to go to Slovakia. But it's not. And I was like, I would come back here in the summer because God knows what type of place. Oh, yeah. It's almost but, kind of untouched over there, too. Right, right, exactly, yeah. So we've been to Finland. We've done, I've done Germany numerous times. And they're all all beautiful places. But, yeah, Slovakia is really surprising. Mm-hmm. So I know myself. Um, I play hockey. Mm-hmm. I have a bunch of superstitions, like, before the game and stuff. So I was wondering if you had any. I am not a superstitious person. No? no it's, like... I may be a little habitual, but I'm not superstitious. Like, I just like to go with the flow. Yeah. If something doesn't happen for me that day, it's going to be okay. <laughs> so I'm not superstitious. Well, I'm actually going to ask a Rob Sawyer question. So when you get in there and you score, like, the game winner in overtime or something like that, what's the song you want to be played in the background, like, when you're celebrating? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Rob asks everybody question. that. That's a big it's a big question. question. It stumps everybody. That is a big question. Yeah, something that Beyonce forces. I could dance off the ice to the I was going to say, because you know Billy's going to be all over that one when he hears that. He's going to be like, oh, let's. Sound bite in that one. Yeah, we're going to end up having a sound bite. They call me the D. So I'll take that. <laughs> okay. Um, what do you do in the summer to keep yourself conditioned for hockey season? Um, in the summer, we work out more than we do during the season. So, I mean, we're in the gym like five days a week. Um, when we're not in the gym, I mean, I do mobility, I do yoga sessions. And when I say like in the gym, like we're doing weights, we're doing conditioning, we're doing different agility exercises. So we definitely have sports, sports specific training um, yeah. to keep us fit and yeah. ready to go. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like to stay as active as possible. It's yeah. not nice feeling like you're like a vegetable just laying around, right? Well, I've seen a couple of things like that. So Secret just put a million dollars in women's hockey. Like, where do you see women's hockey in, say, 10 years? Great question. <laughs> that is a great question. <laughs> um, I think that women's hockey has the potential to absolutely soar. Um, we see the investment at the grassroots level, and we see more girls than ever playing hockey and it's amazing it's incredible and it's one of the fastest growing sports in North America and as we look at that and we look at the projection um, we have to think of investment at the professional level because if we don't put that investment in at the professional level we're giving these girls the opportunity to go nowhere and so as we as we look at that we see a lot of corporate sponsorship especially with us in the PWHP right now we have that huge investment from Secret a million dollars um, we have Sonnet investing in our team in Toronto we have brands like Adidas and Bauer who provide our clothing and our gear and have also made significant investments. So that corporate sponsorship is going to be so huge going forward and, and something that we're seeing more of now, so we're excited about that. Any businesses out there, get your money in. Yeah, because yeah, these guys are going to go, like, it's nuts. Like, it's elevated so much over the years, right? Like, before it was kind of, like, you didn't really hear much about girls hockey. Now, yeah. like... It's everywhere and it's awesome. And actually, what I wanted to ask you too is, was it who was it who just got hired by Chicago? Kendall. What did you think of that? Yeah, she just got hired as the player development coach, I believe. Yeah. So she's the first female in that position in Chicago, which is absolutely amazing. And for Kendall, she she's a pretty incredible human. Obviously, we're rivals on the ice, but I have so much respect for her on the ice because she does a lot that a lot of people don't see. And I think that role for her is going to be great because she's, she's kind of a hockey nerd. Like, she loves the game. She loves to break things down. So I think that role is something that she's going to absolutely excel in. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else for her, Eve? Yeah, I have one more. I just want to ask what it was like transitioning from boys hockey to women's hockey. Um, I mean, the transition was interesting. Um, I did it at probably 11 or 12 years old. And they're definitely different games and as I've gotten older like I'm almost even having trouble deciphering what was so different about the two but they're two very different games and I mean to me it was a a bit of an easier transition because I kind of dabbled in girls hockey before I I actually played on two teams for a couple of years I don't know how that works but my parents can handle that one (laughs) and um, for me like the biggest thing was the camaraderie and like the family aspect when I started playing with the girls because when I played with boys I changed by myself like I wasn't in the team locker room, and once I started playing with the girls, it was like that camaraderie and that. The, the things that happened in the locker room yeah. were so big for me, but yeah, loved it. Awesome. So real quick, just to end, I just want to know, what actually made you fall in love with just being on the ice, just the game of hockey? 
I think for me, it was just the skating. Um, as soon as my parents put me on skates, like, I just took off. Like, it was just, it just came naturally to me. And that's what I loved. I mean, I skated for two years before I even thought of playing hockey. And my first couple years of hockey, my dad would tell you that, like, I was the kid doing figure eights at the goal line because I didn't actually care about stick. I didn't care about the I just loved to skate. And hockey had to come after that for me. Yeah. But I just love to skate. And I, I feel like it's such a freeing movement of free motion and, and something that I get to do with my family and my friends and so I think that's why I that. Awesome. Do you have anything else, Abe? Or are you, no, uh, that's it. I'm all good. All right. Well, we just want to say thank you so much. Uh, we wish you guys the best of luck moving forward, and hopefully we can see some hockey soon. So uh, we're, yeah. we'll be watching. Yes. Yeah, yeah. thank, thank you. Thank you. This episode of Hot Trick Hockey is brought to you by Mike McDonald. Mike McDonald is a senior agent with Allstate Insurance and is proud to call Harrow, Ontario home. He has helped countless clients in the Windsor-Essex County area save money and get the protection they need. Mike's knowledge and drive to succeed gives his customers the best quality care and advice. He prides himself on excellent customer service. Specializing in home and auto insurance, Mike can customize your policy to suit your needs and be your trusted advisor to make sure you and your family are protected. Allstate has many features and benefits, including disappearing deductible, claim satisfaction guarantee, drive-wise, claim forgiveness, ticket forgiveness, and many more. Find out how much you can save. Call 226-773-8275. That's 226-773-8275. Are you in good hands? Our next guest is a gold medal Olympic and world champion team Canada hockey player. Let's give a big hatchet hockey welcome to Natalie Spooner. Okay, so we're going to ask you a few questions, and if you want, you can tell a few stories too. So when did you start playing hockey? Okay, so I started playing hockey when I was four, and I had three older brothers, so I really just wanted to do whatever they were doing, um, and that's kind of how I got into it. We had a backyard rink in the winter, so it was always a good competition out there. Mm -hmm. You're running an academy for girls, and how's that going with like the current situation? And Yeah. Um, obviously, I mean, it's it's been a struggle with COVID, but I was still able to have, you know, my yearly camp, um, obviously with a number of restrictions and lots of protocols in place, but, um, you know, still get on the ice a bit before it got too crazy uh, in the summer. So that was nice. Um, I've always actually wondered, who is your favorite NHL team? Uh, you know what? Growing up in Toronto, they had um, yeah, for sure. I always had like other teams I liked, but I mean, I grew up in Toronto, so Pat Stay the Leafs. Yeah. Okay, so I also want to ask you the same question about what it means for you to put on that Team Canada jersey. Yeah, I mean, I think every time you get to represent your country, it's something you know so much bigger than yourself, and it's um, such an honor. And you just think about you know all the ladies that have come before you that have worn that jersey. Um, with pride and that have you know won medals and that you know you were so inspired by so I think whenever you put on that jersey you just have you know a responsibility now yeah. to, to be the best that you can be um, you know for not only your country but your family and all the yeah. little girls that are looking up for you yeah I read you were like uh, playing under 22s and under 18s in the same year was it the same year? <laughs> yeah, like it might same, have been pretty same, close. Yeah, it like, like it's at the same time. Like, okay. I mean, that's obvious that like, there must have been some talent at a young age. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I was lucky enough that my first year under 18 was the first year ever that they were going to have an under 18 Team Canada team. So um, it was huge just for me to kind of get that exposure and get in with Team Canada and then to be able to kind of make the stepping stones up through the under 22 program and then to the senior team. Um, I think it just, you know, it, I learned a lot through that journey and I think it helped me a lot, um, you know, eventually making that senior team and, and playing at the Olympics. No, oh, I also noticed that you play for Ohio State or you played for Ohio State, yes, right? I played for Ohio Buckeye. State. How was that there? Oh, I had a blast. I mean, I loved it. Obviously, you know, their sports programs there are, are top notch and, um, you know, I think just getting to go to school with so many other players that had the same goals as me, but I got to play with players, you know, from the U.S., from Sweden, from Finland, um, you know, who, who played on their national teams too. I think I improved so much as a player, and I learned so much through that time, um, but also was able to, you know, get my education while still playing and kind of set me up for, for life, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know from being on Battle of Blades and judging, I just was wondering what it was like to transition from hockey skates to figure skates. 
Oh, it was a big transition for sure. Those toe picks, they, they <laughs> quite often. Um, Damn picks. Yeah, it's almost like when you think you've done something really well, you kind of like relax for a second and then just topple right over by those toe picks. But um, definitely, you know, I got used to them eventually. Yeah. And I thought at first I would just be doing Stuart fingers around the rink, but we eventually got into some, some hard moves and some good skating, but uh, it took a little bit of time. Yeah, because what I also noticed, you did, did the amazing race with uh, with Megan Nicholson. Mm-hmm. How was that? Lots of fun? Yeah, that was pretty crazy how that all happened. I mean, we were preparing for the 2014 Olympics, and on one of our days off, we were like, let's just make a video and send it in to the amazing race. And I think it was about the day, probably like two days after we got back from the Olympics, we found out we were going on the actual amazing race. Uh, we were kind of like, what did we get ourselves into? Like, well, what are we going to have to do? But we had a blast. I mean, it was so cool to... You know, they kind of force you to get outside your comfort zone and to do all these crazy things. Um, but we're super competitive people, so it wasn't too hard to, to force us to do anything yeah. when it's in a race. Um, but we had we had so much fun, and I mean, coming second kind of sucked, but in all in all, we got to experience a lot. In How many people were in it all together? How many groups? Were it? Oh eight, eight or ten? I think there was eleven teams oh. to start. Second eight, eh? Yeah. I was gonna ask, like, what did you have to do on there? Oh, okay. Um, oh, gosh, there's so many things. We had to skydive, oh, wow. bungee jump. There was um, eating snake soup. Megan did that one. Oh. Um, we had to sort fish, which like was probably the hardest challenge. Like We couldn't tell the difference between two fish. Uh, what else? We had to build like chairs out of driftwood, dancing. We had to surf, uh, like, do, like... It was kind of like a casino, but in Macau, China, where they yeah. play a game called Fantan. So we had to learn how to deal Fantan and like figure out who wins and who doesn't. Wow. There was all these different challenges, but it was really cool going through them um, and learning a lot from That's it. That's crazy. Okay, uh, just kind of back to the Battle of the Blades, but I just want to know what it was like judging your own teammate, Megan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? I wasn't too sure how the judging was going to go. Obviously, like I figure skated only for a year, so I really didn't know that much yeah. about figure skating. Um, but luckily I, I knew, you know, kind of how it was like to transition from hockey to figure yeah. skating and I knew a lot of the guys and obviously the girls. So, I mean, it was hard. They were all amazing. And I think the hardest part of it was that it was a competition and you had to kick people off because yeah. I really just wanted to see, you know, how far and how much better they can get. And Megan was skating with my old partner, Andrew Poge, and, um, I just know how amazing of a figure skater he is. So I knew they were going to be a great team and, and put out some great routines. Yeah. Well, I, I, another question I have is like I, I'm going to make this a common question for the day is like where do you see women's hockey in ten years? Uh, for sure, a pro league. I think you know where women can really just focus and, and have hockey as a job. I think right now you know hockey is such it's a, it's in a really critical position in that it's almost a double edged sword, right? We have girls that are amazing hockey players, but that also have full time jobs um, and that aren't able to fully commit and, and to train full time. And I think that when we get to that point and girls can focus solely on hockey, it's going to take the game to a whole other level that we've never seen yet. So I hope in 10 years, you know, the players are 10 times the amount of goodness that I am. And I hope that, you know, that uh, they're professional and that all the little girls can have that dream of playing professional women's hockey and it's not even, you know, a second thought about it. Well, Patrick, I think that too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I just have one more. I want to know what your most memorable moment was. For sure, the 2014 Olympics. Um, it was my first Olympics, but then also being able to, you know, win gold and, and yeah. to bring that home for our country, it was a dream come true. I mean, I think for a good two months there, I had to tell someone to pinch me because it really didn't feel real. <laughs> you know, the way we won that game and just, you know, all the adversity we had been through that year, it was just a crazy year, but that was for sure the highlight, um, getting that gold medal and being on that, that line and looking around at my teammates and realizing, you know, we had done it and uh, we yeah. pulled it out. Do you have any more for you? No, that's all I got. All set? Okay, thank you so much for uh, all that, for just yeah, here, yeah. and we, like, wish you guys all the best, and we'll be watching. Awesome. <laughs> all thank right. you so much. Thank you. Okay. Winter is upon us, ladies and gentlemen, and with that brings the bad weather and tough driving conditions. The boys over at County Towing are ready to help. Whether you're having trouble getting your car started in the morning or you have the unfortunate experience of putting your vehicle in the ditch, these guys are here to help, day or night. Did you know that these hometown boys over at County Towing purchased Coxon's Towing a couple years ago, turning them into the largest operation in southern Ontario? There isn't anything County Towing can't do. The team over at County and Coxon Towing are the best in the biz. Trust me, I know. Just this year at the 2020 Provincial Tow Show, they took home three awards, including Recovery of the Year, 
for their work to recover a rolled-over tractor trailer loaded with steel coils hanging over an overpass on the expressway. You can, you can even check out the boys at County Towing on the Discovery Channel hit TV series, Heavy Rescue 401. Look, there is no one else I would trust to get the job done. Service is their only business. If you need help, give County Towing a call at 519-738-2624. That number again is 519-738-2624. You won't be disappointed. Our next guest is Team Canada defenseman. Let's give a big Hatcher hockey welcome to Renata Fast. Okay, so I'm going to start off my first question. Um, how did you start playing hockey and when? Ooh, okay. Uh, well, thanks for having me on first. Um, but I started playing hockey when I was uh, eight years old, I believe. And I kind of had a non-traditional way of getting into the game. Uh, no one in my family actually did play hockey, uh, but someone that moved into the house about five houses down from me growing up, uh, she came from a big hockey family. She was always outside playing roller hockey. Uh, so I started to play with them, and then next thing you know, that winter, they were like, you should come play ice hockey, and that's how I got into the game. So, uh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, did, you, did you ever play travel hockey with the boys? I didn't, actually. I only ever played girls hockey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Go ahead, Eve. Okay. Um, what's your most memorable moment from playing? There's so many memorable moments. I feel like hockey has just been such an obviously big part of my life, but um, there's a few that stick out, and obviously the first one would have to be the Olympics, mm -hmm. uh, being able to live out that dream of representing my country um, in Pyeongchang. Uh, obviously the results were a little bit disappointing, bringing home a silver and not a gold, but um, I'd have to say that's kind of my highlight and the pinnacle of my career yeah. so far. But um, another really big point for me was uh, getting the opportunity to play uh, college Division One hockey and play university at the same time as playing hockey. Uh, had so many amazing teammates during my four years at Clarkson, and um, getting an education is so important to me. So. I was actually just going to ask you about that, Clarkson. I was, so you were there for, for four years, correct? Yeah. You wore an A for... Two years. Mm -hmm. You had some uh, racking up the like minutes there. I see, eh? I'm seeing like 44 minutes. What were you I'm doing there? I that stat. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, some people say I'm a little bit rough on the ice, but I just think I'm competitive. <laughs> no, um, yeah, being a defenseman, I feel a little bit rough in the corners sometimes, so that's what I'll just say about that. Ah, it happens. It <laughs> you gotta let them know you're there, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I just think I'm too strong. <laughs> okay, so how big of an honor was it to put on that Team Canada jersey? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a huge honor to wear that Maple Leaf um, and to represent our country. Just, uh, you know, hockey is obviously Canada's sport, so yeah. what better way than, than to wear that jersey playing that sport? and um, anytime we get to play in tournaments, whether we're on home soil or we're overseas or in the U.S., like there's always so many Canadian fans there, yeah, which is so awesome. incredible. So we get so much support, and you can really feel it. Um, and it's it's just a, a huge honor. And there's so much, you know, um, there's so many people that have gone through the program who are legends. So just to be able to carry that tradition is yeah. Who who was your favorite uh, hockey player growing up? Uh, I have to go with Becky Keller. She is from Burlington. Well, she's not from Burlington, but she grew up in Burlington. And um, she used to run some minor hockey camps, and I got the opportunity to go to it as a young kid. So um, for me, I idolized her and always looked up to her, just knowing that she was um, local. Nice. I see, too, back to your uh, college there in 2013-14 season. You guys won it, didn't you? Mm -hmm, How yeah. was that? I was going to say that was one of my most memorable moments as well, <laughs> because it definitely was a highlight. It was so cool to win the national championship. We were underdogs. We played uh, the Minnesota Gophers in that final game. And um, I remember before we went out for that game, we read an article headline that was like, the Gophers are wearing their gold jerseys for this game because they don't have a national championship photo in their gold jerseys. And we were like, what? Like, they already think they're going to beat us? Like, yeah. What is this? So we were fired up. It was our first time ever going to the Frozen Four um, in our program's history. So... It was so special, uh, and nothing better than an underdog story taking home the championship. I love it. Yeah. So I know Nurse said that she wasn't really a superstitious person, but I was wondering if you had any superstitions. I would say I'm not too superstitious no? either, um, but there's like certain routines that I like to follow before a game. Yeah. Um, I always try to like, do you guys know the game Spikeball? Yeah. 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 So 
I love playing spike ball before games, just keeping things loose. I always take my stick before a game. Um, but those are really just two things that, like, I guess are just a routine. If, yeah. if they get screwed up and I can't do them, like, it is what it is. Yeah. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Back to the Frozen Four question. How exciting is that building? I've been to a couple of them, like, for the men's. Mm-hmm. But, like, the, the arenas are just crazy like uh the drums going on in the back the bands playing in there like how exciting is that yeah so exciting like you said like the band so Clarkson university has the pet band and they're always so fun when we play home games but for the frozen four they traveled down uh the year we won we were at quinnipiac mm-hmm. and they traveled down um and it was it was so awesome just to you know have that little bit of home feel while we were playing at quinnipiac but yeah the the rink is filled um and it's it's just something about like college hockey. There's so much pride behind universities and there's so many rivalries between the universities. So it's just like get all these college kids together and they're having fun when they have these games. So it's just a rowdy crowd. And it's fun yeah. to play in front of. That's awesome. Okay. So I just want to know what is the next step for you? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> the next step for me. Uh, no, obviously my eyes are set on the 2022 Olympics in Beijing um, and bringing home gold. Uh, there so working hard for that um, we have you know uh, just over a year until uh, we set foot in uh, Beijing and obviously there's still a ton of decisions that need to be made made uh, on that team selection but um, we're all working hard for a spot on that roster and to make Canada proud. Yeah. So you're coaching right too as well bit. I see that and Burlington right? Yeah in Burlington yeah. So how's that going? It's good, yeah. So I've coached a couple times, like, the junior program in Burlington, which I grew up playing in, um, and that's really fun to work with those girls because there's a lot of talented girls who um, are going to play college hockey once they graduate, uh, and as well, some of them are in the Team Canada program at the under-18 level, so it's nice to kind of be a mentor for them. Um, but I'm also helping coach some of the minor teams as, like, a skill coach, and it's really fun to just, like, connect with those young girls um, and kind of like looking back on when I was a minor hockey player and like looking up to Becky Keller, I kind of hope to kind of have that impression on them. Um, and then great to get to know them so that when I see them later dates in the ring, I'm going to connect with them. Mm-hmm. Is, is coaching what your plan is when you are done playing hockey? Um, I think I'll always be involved in hockey, like as a coach, but I don't think it's something I want to do as a full-time career. Um, I could obviously see one day me coaching my kids, teens and stuff like that. <laughs> Uh, I think it'd be hard to sit in the stands and let someone else coach. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I really do enjoy it, but um, I don't know if I'd make a career out of it. I also coached the girls' hockey team here in Essex. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, what do you think the next step for girls' hockey is, like women's hockey? Getting a professional league. Yeah. A sustainable professional league um, where we can, you know, focus solely on hockey and it's our full-time job. Right now, the landscape of women's hockey is kind of all over the map. There's a lot of confusion involved, um, just with, you know, there is that NWHL league down the states that runs. Um, and then we have our PWHPA, which is our Players Association, which is kind of fighting for a more sustainable league for the future. So the next step is, is really getting a professional women's hockey league where um, we can have a broadcast deal and we can be on TV yeah. so people can see us, people can start following us and understanding our stories. Uh, because that's ultimately how you grow a fan base. If you're never on TV for people to see you, it's really hard to grow a sport. So. Yeah. Do you remember your first international goal? And who was it on? Ooh. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I don't know if I remember. I remember it at the senior level. I don't remember my under-22 one, but I think the senior level one is the more important one. My first international goal was against Switzerland. And it was actually in a game leading up to the Olympics. We were doing some matches before the Olympics, and um, it was in Switzerland. And it was from a point shot. Yeah. Just right through the crowd type right. deal? There were some screens in front Clapper. of the net. There was probably Spooner in front of the net, screening the goalie or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it went uh, top, top corner from the point. Oh, nice. nice. You played in uh, the Four Nations Cup. Uh, what, what was that like? What was that experience like? It was really good. So the Foreign Nations Cup actually doesn't exist anymore, but it was a great tournament for some of the younger players who were starting to um, get their foot in the door on the senior national team. So I played in 2015, 2016, and 2017, I believe. 
And that was like my first exposure on that senior national team and playing alongside some of like my heroes, like like Spooner and uh, like Laura Fortino and Mary Flipkulan. So um, those were really great tournaments uh, to get some games and to get some of the top. So it's Sweden, Finland, and USA, and, and those are all some, some great teams on the women's side. So um, it was great experience to play those tournaments. Do you have any more for Rob? I do. I, uh, so we ask this question on the podcast all the time. If, if they were to have goal-scoring music, what would your goal-scoring music be? Like, what would be when like they, when my you song? Your goal? Yeah, what yeah. yeah. you in baseball, your yeah. walkout song? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Same way Rob always describes it. Okay. I feel like Nurse and Sabina probably would have had theirs right away as forwards. Uh, I feel like as a defensive. They did. Actually, Nurse got a little, she was like, ooh, good question. I think I need to think about this, but this is going to be something I'm going to try and plan for. <laughs> 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 um... Hmm. I don't know. I can't think of one. This question stumps everybody. everybody. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Something in your iPod. I know. I think I'd have to look through my music. <laughs> um, hmm. Something that you jam to in the car, singing I, in the car. Oh, no, okay, you know, <laughs> okay, this is what I used to listen to before I'd go into the rink, uh, before my games at Clarkson. You know, this song, like, send me on my way. I've heard of it. Like from Matilda? Yeah. <laughs> okay, now you that, was your that was my top one song. I don't know why. So maybe I do that. I'm like, what is happening up here? <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, that's it for me. Like, I All really set. appreciate uh, you coming on the show. And uh, this was great having you girls on and, mm -hmm. and promoting girls hockey. We, I love it. Yeah. It's awesome. We yeah, uh, like wish you guys all the best moving forward and bring home gold. Thank you. <laughs> Thank Thanks you. For Thanks so much, guys. And we're here with Mr. Dave Cassidy and Mac. How's it going? So you put all this on, Mac. Yeah. This, this is all you. So can you like fill us in on how everything came about? And yeah, um, well, I've lost quite a few members uh, of my family to cancer, and, you know, this year I really wanted to come up with some sort of fundraiser, and it kind of just seemed natural that it was going to go towards the Cancer Foundation, because actually, just like last year, my grandma um, used the radiation equipment that they're raising money for this year, and we participated as a gym in the fundraiser last year, but it was all the men were competing, so, you know, I kind of wanted to do something where everyone at the gym could get involved. It was an amazing experience. We were, my dad raised the most money at that thing again. <laughs> and um, it was just kind of like, I don't know, I felt like we should bring it closer to home. You know, our gym community really steps up when need be. And I knew that we could do some really cool things. Mm -hmm. so. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Dave, how did you, how did you get everybody here? <laughs> you know me. I can organize. Uh, you remember I'm the uh, labor leader, so part of our job is to organize people. And uh, you know, I just uh, reached out. I you know made phone calls, asked, and I'm pretty persistent, as you guys know, knew well enough. And I just stuck on everybody, and uh, it, it turned out great for you know us to put this together. And it's actually something like awesome that you guys can kind of work on as a family, right? Like you guys can do it as a family. You guys have your own gym here. Shout out to uh, Fury, yeah. Fury Training. Uh, come in here, Jen will kick your ass anytime you guys want. <laughs> and uh, But yeah, so how long has this been going on? Um, the idea's been going on for, well, I guess since last year, right? Last November. Um, honestly, though, it all kind of started coming to fruition probably two months ago was when we really like buckled down and started making the plans. Um, obviously, the plans look a little bit different as protocols change yeah. and stuff like that, but... Honestly, my dad really pushed for fundraising in the last month or so, and he got crazy stuff done, which was great. Mm -hmm. Dad's a little bit connected, though. Yeah, yeah just, he knows lots of people. <laughs> he knows lots of people. Now, so how, how did you get a hold of the girls to come on uh, to the gym? Oh, well, I got to thank my dad again. <laughs> I, I don't honestly know where half of these people come out of the woodwork, but he knows them somehow. So, Dave, how did, how did you get the girls? Well, listen, um, uh, our national union, uh, last year at our convention, um, we had a couple of the, um, you know, Olympians, and they were actually trying to put together a 
pro women's hockey league, and Unifor was very uh, supportive of that. And uh, from a national level, we, we took care of the ice time for a whole year. Wow. Um, and and uh, you know so. Obviously, uh, for them trying to start their pro women's uh, league, um, we were a big part of that. So uh, they just wanted to make sure that they, you know, give back and support us as well. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the girls did give uh, quite a nice shout out to uh, yeah, she the local did four four four. Yeah, she uh, did for that. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. 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 Oh, nice. Yeah, was she awesome. was saying that like uh, let's just I think it was Renata Fast. She said that like Unifor was like very involved when it comes to to all that stuff. Um, that's part of our mandate, right? I mean, equity, you know, uh, you know, minority seeking groups, things like that. That that's part of our man, main mandate in our union uh, mm-hmm. overall. So mm-hmm. I mean, we always uh, are part of those uh, different uh, social issues. It's crazy when you look at it in time, though, right? They with with the girls women's hockey trying to become a professional uh, uh, league, and when it comes right down to it, you, we're going back to the fifties and sixties when. The original six were around, and these girls are doing the same thing that those guys did way back when. Hundred percent, you know, like, and and they need the help, and they need it because nobody complains about watching girls hockey on TV. I don't. No, it's exciting. I love it. It's it really good exciting. hockey. They're great athletes. I mean, uh, they were in there today, and their workouts aren't the same as they do. You know, maybe twenty seconds off, and they get longer breaks. You know, uh, they're not used to. As you can see, they all work, come out of there with a big sweat, but they, you know, they're, they're great athletes and, uh, you know, this is, this is really something great that we uh, feel we've done and we're excited to reveal our total once, uh, this last workout's over. I know. I was actually, I was honestly, I was like, oh, I was just going to ask, like, are we allowed to know a total or, but you haven't announced that yet. So we'll, uh, have to look at. I think you're gonna actually probably have it up on your yes. on your page and everything, right? So, how long have you guys had this here, this gym? Uh, well, we opened up like the first facility in 2013, um, and we just recently moved in. It was our year anniversary in May of being at Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. That's my that's my birthday. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's our anniversary. Well, we can have Cinco a double party. <laughs> Perfect. And Grace's too. And Grace too. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. 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 Missy's daughter. Oh yeah. Yeah. May fifth is a very busy day in our family. <laughs> a very busy Whether day. Whether it's birthdays or not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but we have to say, honestly, guys, thank you guys so much for having us here, for inviting us in, to be able to, like, we got Laramie, we got the girls. Like, it was a great day for us, and we seriously, we can't thank you guys enough. Yeah, just letting us be a part of it. We really appreciate it. Thank yeah. you for coming. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for coming. This is a nice added touch we had, you know, with you guys when. We connected and, mm-hmm. you know, put it all together. And uh, this is just a great added touch. We, we want to really thank you. The girls, every time they came in, they said it was great. They had so much fun out there. They're a good group of guys. So they're, they're, they're excited. Sorry, yeah. it's a little cold for you guys. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> Although we had the, we had the nice burgers <laughs> going. Yeah, and yeah, I was, everything, yeah everything it wasn't horrible. We were all taken care of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you guys definitely took care of us. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like I said, we can't thank you guys enough and we hope, hopefully we're back here, right back here next year with you guys. Perfect. Cause we're down. So All right. We're down a hundred percent. It's a date. We don't know what that date will be. <laughs> and hopefully we, this pandemic is biased by then. Oh, we yeah. can really blow it out of the water, but, oh, yeah. uh, but we're, we're going to blow it out of the water. Today. And, and, and yeah. maybe, maybe next year we get more girls, hockey teams coming out and Meeting the meeting the girls that you guys bring yeah. up for sure. I like I know that a lot of little girls really look up to them, right? And for like, sure, that's something I'm really passionate about. So yeah. I really want to see that. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Seriously, thank you both so and much. Our, you know, I mean, our goal was twenty thousand. Uh, you know, our goal was twenty thousand this year, and uh, you know, we're just super super stoked. I bet uh, you guys crushed it, didn't you? We did pretty good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right, yeah. thank you guys so really much. Appreciate so much. it. Thank you. And there they are. The three ladies from Team Canada, big shout out to those ladies for stopping mm-hmm. by and talking to us. I can't believe Dave got them in there. That's That was awesome. Like, we were asking them, like, how did you get these in here, Dave? We obviously, you heard Dave, too. Dave's in this episode, too. Uh, and, yeah, he just said that, like, Unifor is a big thing with them. So, they were brought in by Unifor. Yeah. So, it was pretty was cool. Awesome. It was cool, yeah. It was just nuts. Like, some of them, like you wouldn't think that they were hockey players when, I know. You, when you look at them. Like, you know what I mean? You're yeah. like, 
this girl like a model or something? Like, is she, <laughs> it was hard to tell, like, right? Because they're like, I don't know. I was towering over them, but I'm also six <laughs> foot one. So yeah, that's obviously going to happen. But so what did, what did like you think? like sitting down with them was it it was awesome i thought it was a great experience i mean obviously watching them growing up seeing them right in front of me was it was crazy yeah it was not yeah sarah nurse was like her eyes were like bright like green or blue uh-huh. or something yeah. i felt like she was like staring a hole through I know. me i was kind of intimidated <laughs> by her i was just but yeah but she was like super nice like yeah they all, su- were, they yeah. were all, they were all super nice awesome so shout out to those ladies big yeah. thank you guys for for even just showing up there sitting down with us also dave and jen and mac over at uh over at fury over there so they invited us over set up a tent for us so big shout out to those guys too thank you guys Mm -hmm. so much it was awesome great experience for all of us for sure yeah what i want to ask you before we go out dave is where do you see ladies hockey in 10 years like where do you where or even where would you like to see it i would like to see women's hockey as a pro league um you know a woman can do that as a job not having to do two jobs Mm -hmm. yeah like some of these women are like going to work as like a nurse working mm-hmm. these long shifts doing this doing that and then you got to think too not only do they work their moms and stuff too yeah, right so kids, like they're their taking families. yeah they're taking care of their kids mm-hmm. and everything and then they have to go play hockey yeah and they practice and they play games yeah. and they and like they train and they, yeah, yeah i could not imagine that schedule no. couldn't imagine that schedule i don't know how they do it they just smear themselves so thin yeah. right because they have to be here there and everywhere yeah. like it's yeah i don't know how you how you guys do it how the women do it yeah because like and they still train and just like where do you find the time for yourself like yeah it's just yeah there's not enough hours in the day or days in the week yeah (laughs) but they do it yeah they do it which is fantastic so uh what do you say? We should just get out of here, right? Eh? Ethan's upstairs yep. running around like crazy right now. So uh, <laughs> we just want to say thank you to everybody. Avery, thank you. Thank you, guys. For, for coming on, doing all this with us. Until next week, Avery, Ant, signing off. See ya. Yeah, I can get behind it.